Hello everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. You are listening to Session 38, The Good Doctor. Before we get into this session, I must warn you. This is the big content warning. And to give full context, I must get a little personal. I grew up in rural Virginia. My father was not particularly religious, but my mother was Jewish. And as far as I know, this made her, my brother, and I the only Jews within a 30-minute drive of our house. Her father was a Jewish soldier who fought in World War II as part of the 42nd Infantry Rainbow Division, which went on to liberate the Nazi concentration camp at Dachau. From a very young age, this illuminated a very cruel twist of fate. The only thing separating Liberator from victim when he came to that camp was his place of birth. This fact has haunted me my entire life, and it has informed many of my political views. It is a position, I believe, is best summarized by Martin Niemöller. First, they came for the socialists and I did not speak out, because I was not a socialist. Then, they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a trade unionist. Then, they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. I don't know how old I was when I first heard this quote. I didn't know what socialists were. I didn't know what trade unionists were. But I was old enough to know what would happen if anyone came for the Jews. And to me, it had a powerful message. That I must act when someone comes for an entire group of people. And that if I didn't act, I would be next. I know this viewpoint had already solidified by 2001 the year I turned 11, because in the aftermath of September 11th, I remember people claiming they needed to come for Muslims of this country. I didn't know who Muslims were at that time, but I knew that any time people started coming for innocent people just because of their religion, dark things followed. I remember people telling me that the stance was ridiculous, that I was being irrational. Some of these people were adults. People who claimed to know a lot about the world, who claimed I would understand when I was older. They had lots of patronizing words to tell me I was wrong. But I knew in my heart that they couldn't be right. I also remember when, 16 years later, people flooded the streets of Charlottesville, chanting, Jews will not replace us. And I found myself asking, how many of those people who told me I was being irrational before, would willingly join that crowd now. Even now, as I ask that question, I know the answer was far too many. In this chapter, it is revealed that the Queen's physicians are coming for a marginalized group within Corvosa. And I want to state here, before we are dealing with it, that I would not be willing to do this story if I did not believe they had to be stopped. I'm sure there are some people listening that will hear this 
and be upset that I'm making this game political. To those people, I have no apology or compromise. For me, this is the most important message of Curse of the Crimson Throne. That when confronted with genocide, the only course of action is stopping it. I chose to run this game for Deft because I know she would rather die fighting than allow such monstrous action to endure. I know she would not back down, she would not negotiate, and that she would do what is right. And this is why I trust her to be the hero of this story. If anyone would like to discuss these themes in greater depth, feel free to reach out to me or Daft on social media. This session features music by Philip Melvin and sound effects by Sirenscape. And now, let us get back into the story of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Right. We're starting the record at almost exactly 4.20. Nice. It's much better than starting the record at 69 minutes in. Yeah. You know. And it's impossible to start it at 6 minutes, 90 seconds in. Well, not impossible, but yeah. it doesn't. the tracker doesn't show it. Yeah. You yeah. can do it at 6 minutes and 9 seconds, but then you've got this weird yeah. circle in the middle. Yeah. It's, it's somebody's just, just laying there. That's, that's two people laying on opposite couches on sides of a coffee table. <laughs> Not, it's not very erotic at all, actually. So they're undressing each other with their eyes, Rain. No, they're 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 having coffee and lounging. Hot. It's not the best position to drink coffee, actually. <laughs> Have you ever tried to drink coffee from a reclining position? It's really difficult. Anyway. Anyway. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back. To, to curse, curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. We are moving quite along here, aren't we? Indeed we are. Into the end of book two yes. of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Yes, we are in a dungeon. A dungeon also known as the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden. Yes. Also known as, what maiden were you talking about again, Duvalis? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what happened last time? Last time, on Curse of the Crimson Throne, Curse of the Crimson Throne we asked Jalestina, mm -hmm. Suspirio, um, some questions about Rothlam and about um, what they were doing here and about Bloodvale. She didn't answer a lot of these questions, but nope. we asked them to her. Um, and we with a little bit more information in hand mostly along the lines of um Jalestina didn't know that Rolf was hanging out with Lady Andason uh and that this made her incredibly jealous we bought some stuff uh we rested because we were all exhausted and then bright and early the next morning we went to the hospice of the blessed maiden to have a chat and going into the hospice yes um, the Grey Maidens asked what we were doing. We said we were there on order from the guard. So they followed us in. Uh, we told Nurse Torthus to get out unless she wanted us to conquer on the head again. And she was like, I don't want you to conk me on the head again. And she left. Yep. Uh, and so she didn't have to witness any of what was to transpire. And then, and then a brawl ensued. A brawl ensued. On the 
on the warehouse floor. Yeah. The sick ward. Full of houses. sick and dying people. <clears throat> um, like 70 people in here? Yeah. And um, 60 people. You know, 60 people. Uh, so we used up several of our uh, non-renewable resources, making sure that we could do attacks that didn't, you know, just kill people. Our enemies had no such compunctions. Uh, and after telling us that we were intruders and we were going to die, mm -hmm. um, we killed them. Yep. Uh, the uh, the by them I mean the queen's physicians and the gray maidens. And the gray maidens, yes. Uh, and after we had dispatched them from the sick ward, Doctor Devalis finally alerted. Decided to monologue a little yeah, bit. Finally alerted from whatever opera he was listening yes. to in his office. He was, he was obviously listening to a violin concerto by famed Cantargo violinist Shenson, who we can't keep out of any adventure path. Yeah. <laughs> Shout but... out to Shenson. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a joke that like four people listening to the show will get. <laughs> but for those four people, it's going to be a great joke. Yeah. I promise. If it's not a great joke, you can blame Rain. I had no part in it. It's a horrible it. joke. I'm um, sorry. And Dr. Duvalis monologued at us, saying something to the effect of, well, don't we think we're big damn heroes, but Corvos is already dead. We just haven't gotten the memo yet. Few people just haven't gotten the memo yet. All right. Clap emojis between clap each emojis of those. Clap emojis between. <laughs> I have actually in my notes little clap emojis between each of them. <laughs> Yes. Um. So, uh, yeah. Friendly reminder. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. So, um. We're going to go fight Dvalis here. Yes. You are going uh, to arrest him. Yeah. We're supposedly. gonna we're, we're gonna arrest Dvalis. We're gonna find some evidence that he has been working on spreading blood veil rather than curing it, because if we don't do that then it looks like a bunch of us just got a little bit of a vigilante itch when yep. killed a bunch of Queen's trusted servants Yep. <clears throat> and dragged out the doctor who was the one hope the city had of curing Bloodvale. So that happening would be bad. Yeah, basically uh, coming out of this, you're either, if you get enough evidence to put Duvalis away, then you're heroes. If you don't, you're traitors. Yeah. All we have right now is that the spread of blood veil matches the queen's physicians mm -hmm. patrol routes. Yes. And because it's a communicable disease, that evidence is a little bit more circumstantial than we'd like. Yeah. Uh, even it though it could easily be uh, explained as, well, um, apparently we just need to revise our, our cleaning procedures. Our yeah. So we left off with, the sound uh, echoing through the warehouse. Of Do Dr. Duvalis's maniacal laughter. As he just says, Corvosa is already dead. A few people just haven't gotten the memo yet. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, can I ask, while he's monologuing, can we put the, the costumes of the Queen's physicians on? Sure. There were four of them and there are four of us. Sure. <laughs> oh, um, uh, actually, so uh, the, the masks do radiate faint Ooh, magic. Uh, did you identify them yet? No, I haven't. Uh, Damien uh, is going to roll spellcraft. And if that doesn't, 
If that doesn't work, he'll put a... Uh, I'm going to continue monologuing yeah. while okay. Damien does that. Okay. And then I'll reveal uh, at the end uh, what you will get. You can also put a card to your head to identify if you want. My job is to make sure that every last person in this godforsaken city knows how well and truly unequivocally fucked they all are. And then, only then, will I allow them the pleasure, nay, the privilege of shuffling off their filthy, disease-ridden mortal coil. I don't think Shakespeare would appreciate what you've done with that reference. I don't care about anybody who shakes any spears. <laughs> it's a primitive weapon. I prefer something more elegant. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. So Damien. Uh, Damien got a 30. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let me give you an item card here. Yeah. Let me tell you about the Plague Bringer's mask. <gasps> the Plague Bringer's mask? Yep. Well, shit. That wasn't what I was expecting to hear. <laughs> it is caster level fifth or a faint conjuration. Resembling the more common non-magical doctor's mask, a Plaguebringer's Mask grants a plus two resistance bonus on saving throws against nauseating scents and immunity to one specific disease. The disease must be chosen at the time of the mask creation. The ones in this adventure grant immunity to Blood Veil. The mask also veils the wearer's alignment, making her aura register as neutral to alignment detecting effects. And um, like, I, like looking at each mask, they all seem to match this magical yeah. enchantment. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I will say, um, as we put these on, um, Ophelia will take off her circlet of persuasion and put that in the bag because that is also a head slot item. Also, Unia is going to um, treat deadly wounds on both uh, Lenore and um, Damien. That's a full round action? Yeah. All right, so Devalis is talking through that whole yes, thing. Yes, yes. Great. As he says, uh, a privilege of shuffling off their filthy, disease-ridden mortal coil. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You almost got me there. You almost got me to spill the old <laughs> evil plan. But <laughs> I'm already done. The plan's fine. All that's left is to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Unia is a little bit um, perturbed by Devalis's pure, unhinged, evil energy. Uh, and when they try to heal Lenore, nothing happens. But they do successfully treat deadly wounds on Damien. Right. And, and now uh, we are on the clock. Yes. What are you doing to get to Devalis? Uh, so, sorry, hold on. I need to update my sheet. Uh, so Damien is better now. So judging from the way that the stuff was reverberating, can I guess where Dr. Devalis's office is? Yeah, um, you would gather that... Um, oh, wait, when, when we were taken to Devalis's office... Were uh, we ever taken to Devalis's office? You weren't office? taken to his office. You were okay. taken to uh, a meeting room on the second floor. I guess okay. third floor, if you count the catwalks above. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's the it's the second like floor floor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the the warehouse area, catwalks, and then um, there's there's like a little inset on like like overlooking the warehouse mm-hmm. that has like maybe like a few windows overlooking it. You know where the management offices would be in a warehouse. Okay, so we know that the lady who was trying to get to Doctor Duvalis uh, was trying to get to the door up here that we webbed in front of. Um, yes. Would we be able to walk over to um, the sort of the balcony on that point, throw up a rope and and climb up to that floor? You would know that in the northeast corner over here, there is a stairwell that will take you up to the second floor. Oh, okay. Because uh, when you when you met him in the uh, meeting room, mm-hmm. that was on the second floor and you would have gone up the staircase. Okay, okay. Um, I was mostly uh, looking to get around the web's that are still there. Um, you wouldn't go through the, the webs are on the catwalks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, before we and you head guys out, are on the warehouse floor. Okay. Before we head out, are there any useful items like in the pockets of the, I don't know, the plague doctors robes that we just, or Good the queen's physicians robes we just put on or on the persons of the gray maidens, uh, who are within reach. Good question. Um, let me find, their stat blocks on each of the Grey Maidens. Did I give you all their loot already? No. Great. Let me give you that. All right. Uh, you will find four sets of full plate. All right. That might take a little longer because you got to get them out of the full plate. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait. That takes like, that takes several minutes, actually. Okay. Four sets of full plate. Uh, TBD. Four heavy steel shields. Okay. Uh, four composite longbows with varying numbers of arrows. We're going to say, we're going to say probably 18 arrows each. Okay. Now let's make it four sets of twenty arrows. That's that's the good. okay. Four twenty. Just by eighty. Uh, four long swords. Four long swords. Uh, with the queen's physicians. You'll find four sets of leather armor. Four masterwork clubs. Ah. Four plague bringers masks. Four healers kits. Okay. With uh, varying numbers of charges. Okay. I'll check the number of charges on them later. Okay. Any potions? I noticed that one Grey Maiden drank a potion. Are there Um, potions? uh, There are three potions of cure moderate wounds. Ooh! Okay. Uh, One on each of the Grey Maidens. Okay. Um, Let's give those to uh, Unia and Ophelia... And, and one potion of removed disease. Okay. Uh, on okay. one of the queen's physicians. Okay. Uh, so I have two of those now. So the cure mods are going to Ophelia, Unia, and Lenore. Oh no, Lenore has two cure lights on her. Um, it's going to. Oh, uh, also, for point of clarification: the warehouse second floor is like one of the warehouse floors where they would have like windows to overlook this, but this okay. one doesn't actually have any windows overlooking. Ah. Um, or if it, or, or you can see insets that have been like that have been like walled over so n- that look like they once should have held windows so devalis doesn't have to look upon what he's done or so other people can't see him looking yeah basically we've got our plague doctor's outfits on now um and our plague bringers masks um and uh maybe we can sneak somewhere else and go oh no the cover of night the cover of night they're attacking somebody help okay so um, I guess we'll go up to the second floor. Uh, Lenore right. in the lead. Uh, Unia. 
uh, well, should I make disguise checks for uh, for us being uh, plague doctors? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I mean, it's probably not going to do you a whole lot of good right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll we'll but, make uh, we'll make them in a bit. Then. But you can put on the masks so that you are immune to blood veil. Yeah, I'll put on the masks. Yeah. Uh, but I also want to put on the um the 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 ripped up and bloodied uh leather cloaks and coats and stuff. Sounds good. Like the ponchos or whatever they're wearing. I want to put on the ponchos. Uh, okay. and, and I should prepare myself a metal mug from which to speak. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. And we are going to head up. Well, there's hmm. There's also this room over here. Is there anything in this room? Can I just poke my head in? Um, in what room? The room to the north at the north the end. Lar- so there's a large room separated by curtains. Yes. Uh, to the northwest. Yeah. Can I? Uh, uh, have, yeah, can you I can poke-, poke your head in there. Yeah. And uh, what you will see in there is the scent of exotic wood and sawdust fills this maze of barrels and crates. A web of ropes and pulleys crisscrosses the ceiling. From one thick cable hangs a net of barrels suspended nearly 20 feet above the splinter-scattered floor below. Three great wooden doors stand in the northern wall, uh, while leather flaps uh, lead to the south and east. You would oh. be looking in through the eastern one. Oh, there's doors? Yeah, uh, well, big big exterior doors. Oh, like doors leading outside? Yeah, like loading doors, they look oh, like. Oh, okay. You would probably like pull a cart up outside and... Drop off bodies or something like that. Okay. There's a lot of boxes in here, actually. Okay. Maybe there will be some uh, a veritable there... maze of boxes. Even. <laughs> um. Is there like a manifest or anything sitting out? Um. Uh, depends on how much time you're looking through here. Uh, I want to go fight Duvalis. Okay. You're going to fight Duvalis. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You going upstairs? Yeah. Great. I suppose this would be a good time for me to put on my meta per level buffs. Yes. I would like, uh, Damien would like to cast uh, Invisibility on Ophelia. Damien would like to cast Mirror Image on himself. Let me roll you a D4, I believe, uh, okay. for how many extra Damien's there are. Plus one image for Many Damien's. So it's 1D4 plus two right now. Okay. Um, how many Damien's, how many additional Damien's are there? Meh. There are three is, additional is Damien's. Isn't is isn't one of you enough? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's good to be able to not be seen. So there's three additional Damien's. So there's four Damien's. I rolled a one. Okay. Um, Damien's also going to cast Shield on himself. And Lenore is going to cast Long Arm. Great. Okay. And also see Invisibility. Okay. Great. Let's roll Initiative because it's yes. going to matter. Yes. All right. Clack, 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 initiative rocks. Clack, 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 Oh, and uh, Lenore's also going to hit herself with a wand of cat's grace. Hmm. Uh, Ophelia and Damien are competing for uh, worst roll right now. Uh, both of them got natural ones, which I believe makes them tie at the bottom. Oh, no, not quite. Uh, <laughs> okay, but... Lenore, bless her, got a 19 on die for a total of 26. Um, oh, boy. So Lenore got a 26. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm going to um, uh, give a, give her a bonus to Dex for right now uh, because she's Cat's I'll Grace. Roll for, I'll roll for Majenko. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so Lenore's got a 26. Unia's got a 13. Uh, <laughs> Ophelia has a 6, and Damien has a 5. <laughs> I'm just going to roll all the others in here as well. They're not in initiative yet, mm-hmm. but I'm going to roll them so that uh, I have them. 
Uh, yeah, and Ophelia's invisible. This person rolled a zero on initiative. I know that feeling. <laughs> oh my word! Uh, do you have any round per level buffs? Um, I think even shield is a minute per level. Okay. Um, so we're not gonna track any of that. So, uh, right uh, now we're gonna say that you're up here in the corner, having uh, having looked through the curtain into the other room. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me see. Oh, uh, Unia would want to cast Iron Skin on themselves, actually. Uh, that's all. That's uh, ten minutes per level. Oh no, sorry. That's one minute per level. I right. I thought it was. This is 10 the staircase that takes you up to the uh, up to the office. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Lenore. Lenore. Would you like to move now? Yes, Lenore would Wait. like to move. All right, move your okay. combat movement. Okay. Uh, so Lenore was the one who. All right. So uh, I will move one, two, three, four, five. Six, and then I open the door. <laughs> All right. You open the door. Similarly, going to move with Dr. Devalis. Majinko's going to hide in Damien's backpack for now. Uh, he will fly out when combat begins if he is needed. Okay. And Unia? Unia is going to move. Uh, they will... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six... Uh, move into the stairwell and then they'll double move to All right. uh, get onto the, like, the next floor here. Okay. Uh, onto the landing, I mean. Yes. So from this landing, uh, the stairs go up to the catwalk and then you would go around another circle in order to, uh, to get uh, up to the mm-hmm. next floor. Mm-hmm. Great. Which would basically mean go to the bottom. So uh, go to the south end of the staircase and then go east and then go around the stairs again. Mm-hmm. Ophelia. Who's invisible right now? Ophelia's invisible. Okay, uh, here, uh, let me give you a token so that I know you're invisible. <laughs> Ninja. Ninja. Uh, and Ophelia is also going to, um, with a similar amount of movement, uh, move up uh, to the, the landing. Um, okay. Double move. Damien. All right, Damien uh, is also... Going to move in, to double move next to Unia. Great. And Lenore is downstairs holding open the door, going, wait, let me get in front, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> We're all uh, trying not to bump each other with our uh, large beaky masks. Yes. Uh, as we now have an additional foot of like, are they filled with herbs or something? An, an additional, like, foot-long cone in the front of our face. Uh, n- no, it's mostly just the magic that, uh. that enchants the uh, the mask itself that's uh, resistant to disease. Uh, I can smell my own breath. I should not have had onions. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and Lenore. <laughs> and Lenore would like to come around. Uh, Lenore's going to move action. Excuse me, pardon me. Excuse me, pardon me. Past everyone. Um... And then um, she's gonna she's going to uh, hold an attack for maybe anything coming through the door. All right. Wait, have you double moved up to the third floor? Uh oh. Um n- no. Uh, I can double move up to the third floor. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, we're you're going, just in a stairwell. Yeah, because right we're going because we're going up to the third floor. Sure, I'll yes. double move up. To you know the third that floor. that's where the yes. the place that led back to Devalis's office would be. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll go up to the yeah. I'll double okay. move up to the third floor. Um, so you go around the stair the stair loop again, mm-hmm. and then you are going to be da, 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 da. in a different location. Up oh, down here. Hey! All right. 
Alright, so. Uh, you get up to the- so you double- you all double move up to the second floor. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just go through the turn. Um, would I be able to do a perception check to see if there's anything here? Yes, you may do that. Perception rocks! Clack, 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 clack! Hmm. Uh, well, Ophelia's die is going in dice jail. We're swapping it out because that's two natural ones in a row. Um, but, uh, Damien got a 19 for a total of, oh my, um, uh, 28. And then, uh, Lenore aids with a 20. And Unia also aids with a... Now, now, in order to aid while in, while in initiative, you do need to take the aid another action. Oh, okay. So this is all, this is all individual then. Uh, okay. Damien got a 28. Um, Unia got a 16. Lenore got a 20. And Ophelia got right. a... <laughs> Uh, six. I, I will say you don't you don't notice anything particularly of interest. It's it's okay. a staircase. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So you get up to the second floor. So like, actually, there's an impiding over here. Roll right. for chef. And now now you're on the second floor, yes. Lenore. It is your turn again. All right. Um, I would like to proceed up to the third floor. Uh, oh wait, no, no, sorry. I think you double moved and got up to the the third floor. Yes. Okay. Uh, so everybody has their weapons out. Lenore is going to hold out her pole arm. Uh, and. Uh, ready to attack uh, whoever, if anybody is waiting on the other side of the door. Okay. And Yunia is going to come up and open the door. Okay. Uh, Siren. Open. Siren is behind them, that's, and Damien is behind lamp. Lenore. All right, so the door is open. And uh, this room uh, is a room that you've previously been in, so I'm just going to drop the description already, even though you can't really see into the room completely. The rough functionality of the, of the warehouse below gives way to beige tile and a whitewashed hall in this room. Double doors engraved with images of rampant gazelles stand to the south. Their once fine teak bearing obvious scores and chips from rough use. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lenore is prepared an attack action. Unia opens the door. Yes. Ophelia. Ophelia. What would you like to do? Invisible Ophelia would like to roll stealth and sneak out into the hallway. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Uh so um that is a 31 uh plus whatever the bonus is for being invisible. Uh I think while moving and being invisible that's a plus 20. Uh so 51. Uh and 51. Ophelia, and Ophelia is going to uh 1 2 3. Oh, and stop right there one sec. Yep. You will see uh, as you round the corner that there are two gray maidens guarding the door. They're sort of braced ready for combat. Mm. Well, I think it's time for a startling appearance. Great, 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 great. <laughs> so Ophelia is going to move up here uh, right next to the Grey Maiden on the right, and she will startling appearance. Would you like, oh, would you like to move through the space? Oh, yes. I would first like to try to move through her space. Yes. Uh, startling appearance uh, procs now as Ophelia becomes visible. Okay. Uh, and I will roll to attack. Okay. Or roll acrobatics oh, to move through Oh, right. Through I space. need to roll acrobatics yes. first. <laughs> Natural 20. All right. All right. Um, so you are going to move through the Grey Maiden space and you get your D8s. Yes, I do. You're also going to get your D8s on your second attack because of startling appearance. Yes. Um, okay, so Ophelia um, is going to sneak up and just stab her dueling sword through the Grey Maiden's chest. Uh, okay. 
the blood spurts first, and then the the sword and Ophelia sort of flicker into existence as the invisibility fades. And so let's roll to hit. Roll to hit. I think that hits. Uh, that is a 24 to hit flat-footed AC. That will hit. All right, so we get our 1d8. damage. Oh, right, it's all right. I also get a plus two to attack and damage when concealed. So, uh, or against, okay. Does this count as, no, this doesn't count as being concealed anymore. Um, but oh, I do you get were a, concealed. Okay. Uh, so I get a plus two to that and then another plus one because they're flat-footed. You're concealed, on, you're concealed on the first one, but I don't think you're concealed on the second. Unless they can't see in the dark. It's not dark here. <laughs> there's light. There's lights. There's lamps all over the place. It's a place for humans. They they light it up. Okay. It's a place for humans. <laughs> humans no, work here. That, that's that's reasonable. Uh, so that is nine points of mithril dueling sword damage. Okay. And then um, four d eight points of uh, hidden strike. Oh lord, this great maiden is going to die. <laughs> Sharp. Should have had a D8. Should have had a D8. Okay. Um, that is 18 points of hidden strike damage. Oh my gosh, exactly at zero. Um... Are okay. you are you attacking that one again, or are you attacking the other one? I think I would like to attack the other one. Um, okay. As you as you uh, she's still just blade barrage these motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, so while she's still flat footed, I'm gonna attack the other one. I uh, that I that might not hit. Um, sixteen. No, that's a miss. That's a miss. Okay. Uh, so. Um, Ophelia actually succeeds in flipping through this um, first Grey Maiden's square, and then when she ends up on the ground, or when she ends up on the other side, she's never actually succeeded at this before, and she's a little bit taken aback, and she throws uh, and she thrusts out her dueling sword again, but it goes wide and clings off the armor. Yeah, and and basically, uh, you leave one Grey Maiden reeling on the spot. Ready for the Mortal Kombat finisher, uh, mm-hmm. and and the other Gray Maiden uh, just parries your attack with ease. Not the ease. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you just hear you just hear this this loud snarling grunt, and then she says, "Traitors to the crown, you will suffer for this." What are you talking about? I'm a queen's physician. <laughs> Um, very, very sneaky. Very stealthy. <laughs> we, we were very fooled by your disguise. <laughs> um, okay. All right, Damien. Damien would like to uh, swift action um, charge up his cards with plus one shock and uh, plus one shocking. Uh, and yes. Um, yes. then Damien would like to move into the hallway. Into the hallway. Move into the hallway. Um, and uh, Damien would. Can I rapid shot? Or does uh, that have to be part of a full round action? It's a full round action. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, uh, let's see if there's anything fun I can do. Specifically, I believe, part of a full attack action. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Damien. Let's not guzzle through everything. Let's sip a little bit. Uh, I need to remind myself not to go Nova on every single enemy. Uh, these are just a couple Grey Maidens, so... Um, um, 
What? You I don't want to Nova on the Queen's position? Or on the Grey Maidens? Yeah. You don't want to Nova on the Grey Maidens? But they're evil, Daph. <sighs> but Duvalis is so much more evil. Yes. Um, Like, these poor people, they're, they're, they're brainwashed. Um, okay. I would like to, um, just, we're just gonna throw a card at the person who's, uh, at the, at the Grey Maiden who's swaying on her feet. And let's see how that goes. <gasps> Rolling to... <laughs> oh, you got a nat 20? <laughs> I got a nat 20. Oh, boy. Uh, can you pull me a card, actually? We need to see if yes. the critical multiplier goes up. Yeah, let's say a 20. Oh, my God. That's an exact match. Oh, uh, We have the chaotic good card of shields. The desert. The desert. Um, the desert. The desert was one of the ones that came up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking kill this person so hard. Um, they're at zero hit points. Uh, Why can't I roll? The like desert this against features a sphinx carrying a person in their in their uh, raised paw beneath the night sky. The sphinx is wearing a fez. <laughs> so I believe that this uh, improves the critical modifier to times three. Uh, so that's three d four. Oh no. Plus three, plus one d six shocking. Stop! Stop! She's already dead. I, she's not dead yet. Oh well, she's going to be as soon as this card hits. <laughs> Good lord! Is that our first exact match on a on a crit? It is. That's beautiful. Uh, which is why I, I think it's I think it's to times three. Uh, let me just let me just yeah double, check your ability. Let me double check roll dealer. Um, <laughs> we should accurately use the ability here. Yes, I get a plus four bonus on my confirmation roll. Uh, so that's a 30 to confirm. <laughs> oh my word. Um, all right, so uh, we'll roll our card damage and then uh, that is um, nine. Nine. And uh, then we get 1d6 shocking. Because that doesn't multiply on a crit, right? No, the shocking okay. doesn't multiply. Oh, sorry, it's 1d4 plus 2. That's a 12. Uh, and then two points of shocking. <laughs> so, if, if she should now be at minus 14. And if that is sufficient to kill her, she I is think dead. that is enough to kill her. Yeah, she's dead. Dang. So, um, so this car, uh, yeah, tell me how it happens. Uh, so, so you throw the desert card. Yeah, so the, the finish her thing is, like, flashing above her head. Damien throws the desert and it turns into a whirling sandstorm. Yes. And uh, and forming out of the sand, this giant, giant sphinx. sphinx head. And uh, it just slashes, the sphinx just slashes its thunder claws. thunder ripples through the sand. Uh, the sphinx slashes its claws across her throat. And she <laughs> collapses to the, to the ground blood flowing over the armor and pooling beneath. I'm gonna be sick. She's dead. Don't worry, you're in a doctor's office. <laughs> this gray maiden Whoops. seeing her sister in arms fall is going uh, is going to... Mm, you get a fight. Ooh. You take one of ours. We take one of yours and she's going to attack at Ophelia. Alright. Uh, oh, she's gonna miss. That's a seven to hit. Ooh. Oh no! Oh Ooh. no! A seven to hit. Ooh! 
Uh, we hit one of yours and goes to swing at you and hits the corner of the wall where you are standing. You might want to get your helmet adjusted. Ah! I'm sorry. Are your eye scars bothering you? Ouch. Yeah, I bet that's what you said. Ouch. <laughs> Lenore. Lenore takes two steps forward. <laughs> um, I don't think Lenore even needs to use a round of rage here. Um, no. Because then she'll be tired. Uh, so Lenore steps forward. No, use all of your abilities on the, on the on the creep. And she has long arms, so she can still be choked up on her fauchard. So this isn't a, a donut of death. This is an actual proper circle of death. Circle um, of death. And she's going to uh, swing at the queen's or not queen's physician, the gray maiden. Ooh, ooh, mm. it's not very good. Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen. Yeah. Uh, that's not gonna hit. No, that's gonna be a mess. That's what you get for having power attack on Lenore. Uh, all right. Okay. Anyway, she's here now. Okay. Uh, and then after you have uh, failed to hit the, the Grey Maiden, uh, the the doors bearing uh, the symbol of a rampant gazelle uh, will open, or at least the one on the the one on the west will open, mm-hmm. and you will see that there is a queen's physician standing there, having just opened a door. Hi, can I get an attack of opportunity? Uh, no. They just opened a door. Oh. The door just opened. Oh. Yeah. Okay. They've, they've had they had cover until now. Ah. And the door is now open. Okay. Now they are going to try to close in on you. They're going to try to acrobatics to avoid an attack opportunity. Okay. Uh, Nineteen versus your CMD. No. So they're gonna take one. Yep. Great. Oh, that's a uh, twenty to hit. Twenty to hit. I believe that will hit. The Queen's Physician. Yes. 1d10. That is going to be a hit. 1d10 plus 14 points Ouch. of damage. I'm not even raging. You're not even raging. This is just power attack. Oh, boy. Aww. Rolled a one on die. 15 points of damage. Uh, 15 points of damage. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and that... And that queen's position is going to take that damage. Additionally, as this door opens, you can you can smell this wave of death and decay, and also smoke. Oh, uh, wafting in from the next room. That asshole's burning the evidence. All right, and uh, I'm gonna just bring this this queen's position to the to the uh, proper layer so that when you are in position. You can see that queen's physician. The physician position. And additionally, the position of the I have physician. a question for you. Yeah. Who has C invisibility up? Uh, Lenore does. Lenore does. Wonderful. You are going to see coming through the door. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to get an attack opportunity because he's going to have cover from you the entire time because he's moving through an allied square. Uh, you see Doctor Devalis invisible, Fucker. moving through the door. Can I warn my friend? Uh, yeah, you can do that. Uh, yeah, I'll warn everybody that Doctor Devalis is here. Uh, and uh, and you just see you see him look at you, and put up a finger, just and step over. Lenore's gonna put up her middle finger. No. And you watch as he goes around the corner. You lose sight of him, and uh, the next thing you are very aware of is Ophelia. Uh, you're gonna freaking kill her. Shrieking in pain. 
Let's roll. Uh, let's use a die that I can actually read. <laughs> oh, that's not a good attack. Uh, um, Ophelia, eighteen flat-footed. Yeah, that'll do it. Right. I have I have a flat foot of sixteen. Oh boy! So then you are going to take. Ophelia. You're going to take uh, two points of having a rapier jabbed into your back damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, fuck. In addition to that. Oh. Clack, clack, math rocks. Clack, no, clack, clack, clack. that's mine. Oh boy. Shit. 10, 12, 15, 16 points of sneak attack damage. Yay. Oh boy. Okay. That's fun. Uh, also, I can't see Devalis on the map, but. You can't. Ophelia, you don't see anything. Fucker, use greater invisibility. Yes. You you uh you don't see anything as this guy stabs at you. Okay. And so Ophelia screams. And bop, 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 bop. you hear the sound of of uh, somebody scrambling through uh, cabinets and pulling things out, and uh, the smell of smoke intensifies. Okay. Yep. Majenko. Majenko. Doing anything? Yes. Um. Although, I don't... Majenko can't get to uh, Ophelia not, either. Not, not without being in quite a lot of danger. Yeah. Um, Majenko's going to pop his little head out of uh, the familiar satchel so that he can look. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going to uh, cast Sea Invisibility on himself. Oh, he, he has Sea Invisibility. Oh, okay. It's um, constant on Majenko. Okay. Um, but Majenko can't see anything. But if Damien moves, um, Majenko may see something. Yes. Um... And call it out. Yeah, and call it out. So you can at least know the square. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah. All right. Unia. Unia is going to cast a bright flash of light next to Ophelia. Everybody makes a reflex save. If you make your reflex save, you're not blinded. Um, I will have Ophelia make a reflex save. Uh, and then all of the evil people take a certain number of d4s of damage, which I will roll presently. Oh no, Ophelia got a natural one, so she's blinded, but she doesn't take any damage. Uh, let's roll 1d4 for the rounds of blindness. Everyone who who fails their reflex save is blinded for four rounds. I'm sorry, Ophelia. Um, thank you, I'm glad you have blind fight. And let's roll those d4s for damage. Uh, five d4 points of damage. All evil creatures take five d4 points of damage, whether they succeed at the save or not. Uh, what's the DC on the save? Uh, it's a DC 17 reflex save. <gasps> Natural one. Natural one. I don't know who rolled that, but I'm happy they did. Oh, yeah, you really don't know who rolled that. 5d4. Clack, clack. Caltrop rocks. Clack, 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 clack. 14 points of damage to the evil people in the area. Right. 14 points of damage. And Ophelia is blinded, but uh, she's being attacked by a... Uh, uh, what? She's she's being attacked by an invisible person anyway. So, <laughs> uh, just let's put a let's put a tracker on that. Oh, did she fail the save? Yeah, she rolled oh, a natural one. Um, she has blind fight though. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and um, we'll, we'll say for for uh, for role playing purposes, Unia uh, shouts out, Ophelia, prepare yourself. There's nothing I can do except this right now. I'm very sorry. Uh, <laughs> um. All right, uh, the queen's position at the front goes unconscious. All right. Yep. 
Uh, and, uh, yeah, you see the Grey Maiden, uh, that was attacking, uh, Ophelia, uh, is, is, uh, now blinded. The spell does damage against evil creatures. Are you hurt? Perhaps what you're doing is wrong. They're saying this to the perhaps, position. Perhaps you channel energy that you do not fully understand. I don't know. I'm okay. Right, uh, and then that gray maiden is now dead, uh, okay. and Ophelia has just been blinded by a burst of radiance that that uh, that illuminated the entire area. So, uh, and as their as their vision or as her vision uh, sort of turns that phosphine green, and she can't really see anything, uh, she is used to this. The shadows in her have an understanding. Um, and is drinking a potion? Does that provoke? Yes, drinking a potion provokes an attack of opportunity. Okay. Um, well, then I am going to, uh, can I five foot step over here, uh, to where the plague doctor was once standing or the queen's physician rather? Um, yes. I, okay. Ophelia is going to five foot step there, uh, and she is going to take out one of her potions of, uh, invisibility. Uh, and she is going to, uh, this is a third level, uh, caster level potion, and she is going to drink it. And if the uh, Grey Maiden wants to try to attack her, uh, she can certainly try. Uh, I don't think I don't know if you can get attacks uh, opportunity no, when you're no, blinded. Not while blinded. Uh, if you don't have blind fight. Uh, okay, so Ophelia is now invisible once more. Oop. Ninja. All right, so you drink your potion of invisibility, and you're now invisible. 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 Yes. All right. And Damien. Damien standing in the back. Um. Damien. Damien. <laughs> Damien. Damien. Uh, I'm going to spend an arcane pull point to relearn magic missile. Uh, and I'm going to spell combat. Uh, cast my magic missile at the um. Uh, uh, the Grey Maiden. Uh, so that is four missiles. Fourteen points of force damage. Okay. And then I'm gonna throw the card. She unconscious. Oh. Could I have thrown the card first? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, the card, the card goes wasted. Because, uh, uh, no, I, I will not allow you to decide after you have dealt the damage. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, okay. Uh, so she's unconscious. I mean, you can, you can not throw the, you can choose not to throw the card after she's... Yeah, yeah, I won't, uh, I won't, but, throw, I won't yeah. throw the card. Uh, I still, still took the action to basically yeah, that's fine. get ready that's to fine. do it. I won't, I, I was gonna try to cheese and get an arcane full point back anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope, you, nope. you killed her with the first thing. Nope. Uh, well, you knocked her out with the first yeah. thing. I did get one back when I hit, uh, last time, but I will, uh... So unconscious and dying. Unconscious and dying. And hey, look, it's her turn. Let's do a constitution check. Hey, stabilizes. All right. I'm going to remove her from initiative. All right. Lenyar. Lenyar. There's a... There, well, oh, there's an invisible Ophelia. Uh, uh, there's an invisible Ophelia in front of you. You can basically see the dotted outline of Ophelia and the semi-transparent uh, image of her being on the GM layer. <laughs> Wow, this invisibility thing's a trip. Um, and Lenore is going to rage. Okay. Uh, Lenore is going to rage, and that okay. will extend her reach with to long arm above. to 15 feet. 
And uh, yeah, so she starts raging, so we'll turn on Blood Rage. Uh do I do I get that back? Yeah, you get that each time you rage. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh so I get my 16 temp HP. I become a big pile of hit points. Big pile of hit uh, points. And then I would like to uh I can't exactly five foot step into Ophelia's square. No. Um so I'm just going to, need to move. move up uh to where the uh, to stand on the place. You see you see the dotted outline of of Dr. Devalis. You see the gleam of light sort of still resting in his eyes. Oh my god, did I blind all of them? You blinded all of them. They all wow. failed. Unia! Nicely done! Yes. Ah! Alright! Uh, and he's sort of like staggering back toward the wall behind him. Well, well, well. What have we here? Kind of putting a hand on the wall to stabilize himself. A bad doctor. Bad doctor. Uh, I'm gonna roll to attack. That is a 23 to hit. Oh, oh boy. I believe that's gonna be a hit. And I'm going to... That, yeah, that's uh, a hit. Roll a sharp, sharp pointy d10 of damage. That does 22 points of damage. Oh boy. That's, that's, that's nice. Mm -hmm. That's very nice damage mm -hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and, oh. uh, sitting with, uh, Lenore's, uh, now four attacks of opportunity per round, thanks to the Wand of Cat's Grace, uh, she will stand in the doorway and wait to fuck people up. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Uh, right. So. Oh, do I see anything interesting through the door behind me now? That I'm actually standing in the doorway? Ah, yes. Um, let me see. What? Let me see. What do you see with your with your eyes? Let me describe the scene that you see in here. It's not good. I'm no. going to tell you that right now. I imagine not. Rows of white sheeted beds line the walls of this room. Each bed holds a patient restrained by leather straps that bind the figure to the sturdy metal frame. What? At the room's center stretch simple wooden work tables, each covered in fluid-filled beakers, intricate glass tubes, small burners, and other alchemical instruments. You can see there are two Queen's physicians who are dropping reams of documents into a burning metal waste bin. Uh-huh. And you can also see um, that here and here, there are two people who have their throats cut. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Uh, you will also note that all of the patients in this room appear to be Varician. Oh my god. This is where they're... This is where they took the people who are immune. They're all here. If it's possible for Lenore to go into some sort of maximum over blood rage, she's doing that now. Okay, okay. You you see what they're doing. Yeah. They're mm, they're destroying the evidence. They're destroying the evidence. And in fact, as as you see that, one of them is going to go over and is going to coup de grace the person on the table over here. Holy fuck. Lenore is going to shout to Union and Damien, get into the room, they're killing people. 
Dr. Duvalis. He's going to go, <laughs> You can't stop the work now. <laughs> We're already done. And he's going to, uh, like, move back. He's going to be moving back, actually, uh, like, feeling along the edge of the wall. Can I attack of opportunity? Yes, you can. I would love to. And with great relish, Lenore he... attack of opportunities, Duvalis. Yes. Rolling to confirm. Oh yay! Does a twenty-three confirm a critical? It, it does. It does confirm a critical. Lenore crits in her attack of opportunity on Duvalis. Oh boy. Dealing 2d10 plus 32 points of damage. Oh no. And staggering him. While, while blinded, he has an AC of. Uh, uh, I believe you lose dex to AC, don't you? You do. Unless you have blind fight. Lenore deals 49 points of damage. Uh, hold on. Oh, does he get to negate a crit? Hold on. Uh, what is your base damage? Uh, my base damage is, um, well, the die... Not, not the crit. The die I usually roll for that, um, that would be 24 points of damage. Okay. You, you see, you basically, you go for, you go for <sighs> where you think the vital organs will be, and you carve open this, this, this gash across his chest, and there, there is, there is just this... It appears that there has been surgery done here that reorganizes his organs. <laughs> so Lenore goes to stab where one of his kidneys is, and there's just no kidney there. Yeah. Lenore's like, what the fuck? Okay. Gosh, I'm glad I remembered that. <laughs> so she deals 24 points of damage to him. Um, does that negate other effects of a crit, like staggering critical? Is negated, uh, and damage is instead rolled normally. And is that a... Uh, this is not stacked with similar abilities. A percent chance, or does that just happen? Percent chance. Oh, okay. That's neat. That's neat. I, I gave him a favorable, uh, like, if I roll high... Yeah, yeah. Uh, he gets it. That's fine. Uh, I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I rolled a 94. Oh, boy! <laughs> which is a good roll for him. All right, well... And not for you. I gave him a good... I gave him a good smack. I stabbed him in the not kidney. <laughs> okay. And uh, I guess he will... Uh, Honestly, so him being blinded is, is, the, is the clincher here. <laughs> otherwise, his AC is through the fucking roof. <laughs> also, I can see him. See him vibs. Yes. All right. And uh, so, yeah, he's going to be staggering back. And he's going to push a button on the wall. No! He's going to push a button on the wall and let me figure out exactly what this button does. No! Wait, does he have to roll mischance for the button? No. <laughs> he presses a button and you watch as the door to this area over here opens with a little ding. Is that a freaking elevator? And uh, he's going to pull, uh, tending to his wound. Like, like he presses the button and then puts a hand on the wound that you've just opened up, and then you see him pull out, pull out uh, a little button, and he's going to step through. 
Okay. So move, move action, uh, or standard action, open the door, open, hit the button. Yeah. Uh, move action, enter the room. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, the, is the door still open? Door is still open. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> uh, and he's holding, and he's holding the button, uh, basically, uh, looking at a, looking at something that's on the interior wall of this room. All right. So I hope it's not a bunch of explosives. <laughs> Queen's physician. Da, 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 da. This queen's physician is going to come over here and is also going to slit the throat of another person. They just have to make five footsteps and do it. Yep. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. Yep. And uh, you see, you see, as the queen's physicians are are very quickly moving to the patients that are in here and trying to kill as many of them as possible. Fuck. Okay. Majenko. Um. Majenko is going to, at Lenore's shouting, fly out of Damien's backpack uh, and get over to within. Um, how fast is uh, Majenko's fly speed? 60 feet. Okay. So Majenko can easily fly into the room. 50 feet. Okay. Majenko can easily fly into the room, and Majenko is going to use uh, the breath weapon uh, that makes people confused for a round on the Queen's position. Mm, okay. Uh, I don't know what save that is. Um, uh, we'll just check abilities. Uh, Majinko's token is up here. Special abilities. Up to three times per day and no more than uh, once every 1d4 rounds. Halstrick can breathe a small cloud of silver mist and a 10-foot cone. All creatures in this area must succeed at a DC 14 will save or be confused for one round. Yeah. So Majinko is going to fly into the room. Uh, he's going to aim his 10-foot cone such that the queen's position is in it, but that... Um, well, all these, all the people in here are unconscious, so yeah. confusion okay. wouldn't really have any effect okay. on them. So he's going to get within 10 feet of the queen's position and uh, exhale his uh, silvery mist okay. at the queen's position. That's going to be a fail. Confused queen's position one is round. one round confusion. All right, so that's one fewer person that gets coup de grace. Um Okay. Uh, and Unia. Unia is also going to move into the room. Um, they're going to, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me, their way past. So one, two, three, four, five, uh, six. That's counting, uh, Ophelia's square as difficult terrain because Great. Ophelia yep. is blinded and can't and also, get out of the and way. And also there's a, there's a stack of yeah, dead bodies on that Yeah, there's also a stack of dead bodies. Um, or dying bodies on yeah. that spot. So Unia's, Unia's on, uh, Unia's in the room now. Unia is going to cast hold person on the other queen's position. Okay. Um, so that is a DC, um, <sighs> 17. Natural one, frozen in place, stopped in the midst of moving, of, of you could clearly see getting ready to move toward another person. Mm -hmm. uh, All right. Um, so, uh, uh, Unia shouts to Damien, they're burning the, they're burning the, uh, the documents, they're burning the documents. Okay. Ophelia. Ophelia. Um, still you invisible. Took down your blindness. Yeah, I took down the blindness by one. Um, sorry, don't take that's down. A, that's a good hold person. Mm, uh, yeah. yeah. Took down the blindness by one. Uh, still invisible. Ophelia, with blind fight, um, is gonna go after Devalis. Um, okay. From where she has heard Devalis moving, mm -hmm. uh, she is going to move uh, into the doorway. And um, I think I can still 
technically Starlink. Uh, so let me let me describe what the what. Oh, I'm I'm uh, blinded. The, oh shit! Yeah, you can't see. Uh, 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 can I hear anything? You can hear. Um, I mean, you heard the mechanism of whatever opened the door. Basically, you heard the click of a button, and then and then uh, sort of the the sound of of some sort of like metal grate folding up to the side. Okay. I'm going to uh does startling appearance proc if neither of us can see each other. <laughs> it still works if you have if if your if your target has concealment, right? Yes. Then yeah, it would work. Hey, okay. Ophelia, suddenly appear and uh So I now he can see you. Uh, uh but it, you startle him. Were were he not blinded, he would be able to see me. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I mean that's a good question. I'm going to say I'm going to say that it's still going to work. Because he's startled by the dagger suddenly embedded yes. itself in him. Good, good. Yeah. All right. He's not aware of where you are, basically. Right. Now I did move. I did move twenty-five feet. Could I attempt to move through Devalis's square into the into this the, room with him? Into the room. Uh, yes, you could. All right. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make an acrobatics check. Okay. He is. God, his, his CMD is quite. Damn bad it! Now. This is the fourth natural one oh, I've no. rolled for Ophelia tonight. Um, so he'll get an attack of opportunity, but I do get to attack him. I don't think he does get an attack of opportunity because um, he's blind. Okay, then he doesn't get an attack of opportunity. I do still get to attack him, and I do still get my D8s, I believe, because of startling appearance. So, yes. All right. Um, so uh, would a 19 hit Devalis? Uh, blinded? Do you lose your Dex to AC? Uh, yes. Yes. And he doesn't have an ability that negates that, so, uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay, I'm gonna roll mischance. Uh... Ooh, I need to give him back five hit points, actually. High, high, we hit. Low, we don't. I get to roll twice. Great. I just rolled a 99. So I hit. Uh, dealing 1d8 plus four points okay. of damage, and then 4d8 sneak attack. Uh, so that's seven points of getting hit with a um, dueling sword damage. Okay. And then... What was it, seven? Uh, yep, seven points Great. of getting hit by a dueling sword damage. And then I don't know if there's a chance to negate. Yep, uh, there's a chance, and I've already rolled it. All right, I'll roll my yeah, hidden, strike, hidden strike damage. 17 points of hidden strike damage. Right. And uh, y yeah, you you do manage to find... Uh, you do manage to sink a blade into... into uh, some vital organs. I re Ophelia remembers where the vitals are. Yes. Uh, this, and, and then I get to attack once more. And you get to attack once more. All right, that is uh, twenty-seven to hit. That'll fucking hit, yeah. boy. Uh, oh boy, so that would hit him even if he wasn't blinded. An additional one d eight plus four points of. I think he's going to be down. Eleven points of uh, getting hit with a dueling sword damage. Eleven. And forty-eight. Oh my gosh! Wow, that that's that's un, that's uncanny. I rolled uh I rolled uh one higher on my <laughs> on my uh preserve organs. Uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be unconscious. Clack, clack. Kill the Wallace rocks. Clack. He's gonna be unconscious. The question is whether you kill him. Okay, that is uh, 21 points of hidden strike He's damage. dead! Yeah! Duvalis is dead! So, Ophelia, uh, her her eyes still bright white with the light that uh, Unia cast, um, appears and stabs the... Oh, no! I didn't roll mischance on that one. I gotta roll mischance oh, on that one. you do need to one. roll mischance. 
The first one was a 42. Let's roll again. Ooh. The second one is a 76. That's going to hit. Devol Ophelia. So, so Ophelia. you deal how much damage? Um, That hit, that was 30, 31 or something? Yeah, Devolus is dead. Yeah, Ophelia flickers into existence as she stabs something invisible and Twice. blood spurts. She she spins around, runs into it, but doesn't doesn't uh, manage to move it, and then stabs it again. And her blade is stuck in this invisible body as it slumps against, against the wall. The wall. Uh, you can see it, it basically as it slumps against the wall, hand reaching out to hit a control panel on the interior wall. Doesn't manage to hit it though. Uh, and um oh wait crap I was supposed to take him in alive it's too late now he's dead yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no uh he was he was he was gonna run away he was gonna do something yeah. and Ophelia's pissed um it's all right we can speak with that right <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and Damien all right Damien uh, hearing that shit is going down in the other room, uh, is going to, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, move into the doorway, uh, and see shit going down. Um, can I, can I ray of frost the burning, um, the burning um, trash can to try to extinguish it? Um, I mean, that would probably extinguish the fire, but it would probably also continue. It would also deal additional damage to whatever's in the thing. <sighs> okay. Um, uh, okay. You would probably, it would be an effective way of putting out the fire. I'll say that. Um, now, you know, it's, it's, it's spraying a fire extinguisher on burning paper. Yeah. You know? <sighs> So you might get something still if you do it. I mean, it's almost guaranteed that if you don't do it, you'll get nothing. Okay, so I might as well try. Um, okay. Um, all right, Damien is going to Ray of Frost uh, the- Just roll the damage, because yeah. uh, it's easy uh, to hit. It's 1d3, so I'm gonna roll it in the- uh, uh, Three, all right, three. the fire is extinguished by the Ray of Frost. Ah! Um, and you stop the burning papers within. Uh, all right. And Lenore. Lenore. Um, would like I will I will allow you to move and make two attacks if you wish. <gasps> I uh, want, basically take your iterative and move because of the heightened rage that you are currently in. I would love to. Should I spend two rounds of rage this round? Uh yes. Right. Spend an extra round of rage. Okay. Uh uh and Lenore is going to char just barge into the room as these people, these these queen's physicians are taking Varisians, your people, and and executing them because they, I don't know, need to destroy evidence. Yeah, um, and I'm just going to so Lenore, um, her uh, rainbow oil slick colors flaring brighter than anyone has ever seen them do. 
um, charges into the room and just swings her uh, her faux shard in this wild arc that hits both or that that makes attacks at both queen's physicians. Mm-hmm. All right, that is a twenty-three to hit the one on the left here who's confused. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna hit. All right, and that deals um, a nice spicy amount of damage. Let's roll that. That deals eighteen points of damage. Okay. Still and standing. Now we're gonna roll our other iterative against the one who is hold. Uh, and that's a uh, a seventeen against the guy who is hold. That'll that'll do it. Alrighty. Yeah, he's immobilized. So. Twenty-four points of damage. Ooh. So they're both still standing. But the one, uh, Damien's in the doorway. Yes. Damien can see that the one uh, to the southeast, mm-hmm. the one to the southeast is uh, currently in critical condition. All right. The hit point bar above his head is flickering and going. <laughs> boodum, 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 boodum. Okay. Now it's the queen's physician's turn. The queen's physician uh, makes a will save. Makes a will save. Or makes I, a wait. Will save. Yes. What's the DC? S- Seventeen. <gasps> Just short of making oh. it. All right, you. He he continues to be held, Doctor Devalis. Uh, now he is, by rules, he is dead. However, I still want to monologue a little bit. Yeah. He's gonna go. You don't realize how little time you have. I. I wasn't even the one who took the contract. (laughs) The city's still going to die. Fuck your doomsaying. And uh, I'll allow you to attack our opportunity at the the dying man monologuing. Nah, I'm just going to let him breathe his last. (laughs) And he just... Head tilts back, eyes in focus. Blood dripping down the cracks of the grated floor beneath. Whoops. I am still going to describe what the room is like, actually. Uh, Just just because... Ophelia blinking the phosphines out of her eyes. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, Ophelia can't see it, but... Having an entire podcast where I don't describe what anything looks like yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, this is an elevator. It has like a graded floor that through which uh, there is this long elevator shaft. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a there is a control panel that has a lever and um, and a couple buttons. There's a button marked three. Uh, well, uh, rather, there's a bar- there's a button marked two. There's a button marked one, and there's an empty spot. Where there should be another button, and that button was one Devalis was holding, it's, and you can, and and it is the button that is clenched in Devalis's hand. All right. Uh, and uh, he's still invisible, actually. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's like you're watching a video game cutscene. Yeah. And. The model doesn't come in properly, the model and so the camera is focused. I'd like to say, this- I'd like to say, like his eyes are still here and his teeth are still here for the <laughs> monologue. It's like a Ubisoft game, so he can like spit out blood. Uh, the bloody teeth spit out blood. Yes. 
<laughs> and <laughs> good lord. Uh, <laughs> all right. Queen's position here is confused. Uh, I rolled an I rolled a fifty eight on my confusion. What does that do? I believe that is Babel incoherently, but I'll double check. Oh no! You deal one d eight points of damage plus your strength modifier to yourself oh. with the item in your hand. What's mm, a strength mod? Queen's position holds up their club, their masterwork club. Looks at their reflection in their beautiful shiny masterwork club, and then conks themselves on the head with it. <laughs> Deals five damage to himself. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, and Majenko. Majenko. Oh, uh, roll a d4 for Majenko for getting the breath weapon back. Yes. Uh, he's a real good little dragon. I love him. That's a four. Does that mean it uh, takes four it rounds? It takes four rounds. <laughs> so. That's okay. He doesn't need to use it again. Uh, what's Majenko doing? Majenko is... Ophelia's hurt. Um, also, everyone in this room is hurt. <laughs> Yes. Uh, um, yeah, Damien, you'll also see that uh, through this room, uh, most of the people in this room are fighting for their lives. Oh, um, do I recognize uh, Ocarina Man? I suppose I wouldn't. You do not see Ocarina Man in this room. Um, do I see anybody? You, you know I what he's supposed to look like. Do I see? Do I see anybody I recognize in this room? Um, um, no, you don't see anybody for uh, uh, Majenko to prioritize. You, rec- you don't see anyone you recognize in here. Okay, um, Majenko uh, has a, a cure mod wand. Uh, Majenko is going to. Just um, fly over, or just five foot hover over to uh, the Verizian on the bed right next to him and uh-huh. uh, cast Cure Moderate. Okay. Healing uh, 13 points of damage. Okay. And uh, actually, as you as you do that, you, you just see the, 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 the person on the bed just... <coughs> <laughs> They, they sort of like they sort of like weakly raise their head. Stay down. Shh, shh, shh. Stay down. Shh, shh. Their eyes are very unfocused and uh, bloodshot. And it's okay. We're gonna get you out. They don't. They, they don't seem to be parsing what you're saying. Really. Oh. Uh, just sort of mumbling incoherently. Okay. Right. Unia. Unia. So they're both still alive? They're both, both of the yeah, queen's both positions, the queen's positions are, are still alive. alive. Mm, shame. Shame. Um, Unia is going to, um, can they get over to this one? They can. They can just barely get over to the queen's position who is currently being held. Mm. And they're going to hit him. They are going to roll to attack. Nice. This, guy's, this is the one that's fighting for their life? Yes, currently yes. being held. Currently being frozen in place. And I imagine Yunia just walks actually quite... Yeah, rather dispassionately. Dispassionately um, toward this queen's physician. Towards the queen's physician. Preparing their power attack. Uh, and that is a 23... Sorry, 21 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. That does 1d8 plus 6 Falcata damage. Eight points of damage. Okay, then they are now unconscious and dying. Uh, once they go unconscious, they just 
slump over. Crumple like a sack of potatoes. Yes. All right. Ophelia. Ophelia is going to... Um, uh, well, I'm going to tick down Ophelia's uh, blindness. blindness. Uh, she's going to rub at her eyes uh, and um, try to grab Dr. Duvalis's foot to drag him out of the lift. I don't know. Do I need to roll for that? Um, roll. no. I think you're right. strong enough to do that. Ophelia Ophelia grabs Duvalis's foot uh, and drags him out of the lift. Okay. Uh, if he were alive, you would need to make a combat maneuver, but he's dead. Uh, Sack of potatoes. Uh, smearing a blood trail along the floor as yes. she drags this invisible, invisible man body. Yes. Um, to, I think, uh, just outside of the lift. Okay. All right, and Damien. Damien looks back. Holy shit, did you kill him? Yeah. And you just see a blood smear following Ophelia. You were supposed to keep him alive for questioning. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I, did you, did you want him waking up and running away? I didn't. I can cast that spell on him. Okay, fine, whatever. And Damien is going to, um... Uh, we'll say, Damien, how is the, uh, how are the hit points on, um, the confused oh, uh, one? Yeah, this, this one is also currently fighting for their life. Okay. Uh, Damien is going to rapid shot, uh, two cards. Plus one shock cards. Okay. Uh, and so that is a, um, okay. So that's like plus 12 to hit. Gonna roll Damien. Gonna roll to hit. That is a 29 to hit. A 29 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Okay, 1d4 plus 2. That's 3 points of card damage. Huh. And 1 point of shocking damage. Alright, uh, becomes unconscious at that. And one more. Just for good measure. Yeah. People doing stuff like this don't deserve to live. Uh, that's a, um, a 20 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And another three points of uh, card damage. Oh, boy. And four points of electricity damage. Gotcha. Right. Unconscious and dying. All right. All right. Uh, and with that, I believe we are out of initiative. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, Lenore will drop out of rage. And... Um, Ophelia will clear the bright light from her eyes and Dr. Duvalis's mangled dead body becomes visible. So, um, so, uh, yeah, uh, a brief, a brief moment later, Dr. Duvalis becomes visible again, uh, and, uh, and, uh, you're no longer blinded. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Lenore drops out of blood rage and you are quite fatigued. <sighs> um, she wipes tears away from her eyes. You can just see all around you these bound uh, unconscious and really quite mutilated people oh, fuck. laying in beds piecing through uh, the burned remnants of the documents. There's very little that is usable. Shit. You do find uh, however a few. Uh, you find a reference in a report to certain patients that show promise being sent below to A 
and the rest of the name is burned off, but it's capital A. Uh, and there is at least one document among these that you uh, roll a knowledge religion. Okay. Roll's got knowledge religion. Hold on. Actually, no. You had the other book. You would recognize uh, there is one. Uh, there is at least one document in here that says uh, that 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 is speaking of the research that they were doing into finding the cause of the Verissian immunity, mm-hmm. and uh, in it, it will say, "By the blood and the mouth, we shall find the secret," oh. which you would recognize as an aphorism. Of Ergothoa. Uh huh. <sighs> All right. It's usually it's usually used as an oath to keep a secret. Mm hmm. Uh, with the expectation of punishment should the oath be broken. Mm hmm. But uh, you know they're they're sort of using it here in hopes of finding a secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, Ophelia is gonna drag the dead body of Dvalos into the room. Hey, wait, we were supposed to take the guy alive with... Look. He was gonna escape. I... I couldn't see. I did too much damage. I'm sorry. And, um... We will search... Uh, as uh, Unia is going to go around and just see if they can tend to these people, Lenore is going to try getting start getting them out of their restraints, um, mm-hmm. and uh, Damien and Ophelia are going to search Devalis's body. Okay, um, on Devalis's body, you will find a uh, potion of remove disease. Okay. <laughs> a plus one mithril chain shirt. Oh. A. Plus one human bane rapier. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. A ring of protection plus one. Okay. Uh, oh, this one actually you do need to make a spellcraft check. It's okay. not a gimme. It's a little higher. Alright, I'll roll. 31. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so... You find what appears to be uh, what appears to be uh, a an additional potion of uh, remove disease. Uh huh. But upon spellcrafting it, you realize that this is a flask of curses. Oh. Uh, this this item looks like an ordinary beaker, bottle, decanter, uh, flask, or jug. It may contain a liquid, or it may emit smoke when the flask is first unstoppered. All within 30 feet must make a DC 17 will save or be cursed. <gasps> taking a minus two penalty on attack rolls, saving throws, and skill checks until a remove cursed is cast upon them. Wow. Wow. That's nasty. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you and upon identifying this, I'm sure you will recall how Dr. Duvall said that he didn't know anything about curses. Yep. And he was carrying this around with him. Liar! You know, I know we were supposed to take him alive. I really don't regret killing him even a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, additionally, in this room, uh, searching the room, you will find... Uh, oh, and it, he also has a button. 
He also has a button. It seems to fit. Uh, it's uh, it's just uh, it's just a button with the letter B on it. Ah, B for basement. Yes. Uh, B for you'll be sorry you came down here. Huh. Um. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so uh, I mean, so you also have the the gathered queens, physicians, and gray maidens, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna put their tokens over here. Yeah. Uh, you find all of the requisite equipment of those, uh, including mm-hmm. three new plague bringers masks. Mm-hmm. Um. And we'll put one on Majenko. Put one on Majenko. Because it's, it's probably cute. a little big for him. <laughs> you put Majenko in a plague bringers mask. <laughs> I think wondrous items will resize within one size category, but Majenko is two size categories. He's tiny. Um, That's okay. He's and... cute. Um, plus, so that plus one chain. Uh, plus one mithril chain. Uh-huh. Um, is that medium armor? It is medium armor. Oh, wait, no, no, wait. Mithril chain is yeah. is uh, light armor. Light armor with the stats, the stats of a medium armor? Yes. Mithril uh, reduces the uh, the weight category of uh, armor by one. Mm. So would Lenore be able to put that on? Yeah. Uh, I just don't know what the... um. Uh, if I... Okay. If I go chain... No, it is, it is cha- Mithril chain mail, yes? Um, let me double check. Or is it no, a chain shirt. It's a chain oh, so shirt. So it's light armor anyway, actually. Okay, so it's light armor. Yeah. Uh, so actually, um, uh, so Ophelia has the glamoured studded leather. Um, let's give that to Damien. Mm. Nice, nice, nice. It's it's good. It's good armor for a Magus, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, especially shirt. a ranged Magus. Me uh, now I will tell you, the people in this medical in this in this in this ward, um, they like looking over them. They are not. They are all at negative hit points. Yeah. Um, stable, but uh, many of them have had some pretty grisly surgeries done to them. Yeah. Uh, and we won't go into detail of that, but um, suffice it to say that they need serious medical attention. Yeah. Um, um, and you think that probably these people and the people uh, on the lower floor, mm-hmm. they need medical attention that you as a group of adventurers cannot provide. Yeah. Like you could heal all of them, but there is ability damage. Yeah, like these it, people as, are these people are clearly drugged. Yeah. Um oh my god. And so to say nothing of the psychological impact of what has yeah. happened to them. Um can we get their restraints out? I don't Yeah, you just, can you can free them from their restraints. Yeah. Um Um uh, yeah, I I I really don't regret killing Devalis even a little bit. Um, yeah. like, uh, if you try to wake any of them up, uh, even, even giving the magical healing, yeah. the, the people in this room just seem completely delirious. They don't, they don't seem to know where they are, who they are, or who you are. Oh my God. Um, okay. They just groan. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a door in the back here. Yes. I want to go through uh, there. The and door see is actually is slightly open. I would like to go in there and see if there's anything I can find of use in there. Okay. Um, do you need a minute? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. While I'm taking a minute, uh, Majenko's gonna heal up Ophelia. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Like I knew what they were doing in here was gonna be bad. Uh-huh. I knew it was gonna be bad. Oh my god. 
Yeah. It's the worst. It's it's as bad as it can be. Yeah. Um, so Ophelia's gonna heal eleven points of hit point damage. Um and uh we're gonna boop her one more time. And heal another eleven, so she's fully healed. Uh from the uh Oh my goodness. I mean I'm glad Devalis didn't get away. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like he was pretty close to getting away. Um, but oh my god. Okay. Um So I'm gonna mark off two charges of the camera um, wand. Um through the through the uh yeah, we're gonna head into the other through the here. uh loosely hanging open door, you can hear uh violin music being played on a phonograph. Coming into the room, blood, bile, and other and other blood, bile, and other humors bubble away in oddly formed beakers and twisted tubes in this sizable laboratory. Any wall space left in view uh, between cabinets or overlaid in bookshelves is covered by worn parchment uh, depicting magnified aspects of human of of human anatomy in grisly detail many pierced by pins and flags like the war maps of a veteran campaigner. In the corner, a desk of elegantly carved white ash bears the image of a herd of antelope, but stains from dark chemicals and gore disfigure this once beautiful piece. Uh, taking 20 to search the room, I imagine? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking down all of my uh, minute per level buffs. There, there are scattered notes researching the source of the Varician immunity to blood veil, the various studies into what is causing some Varicians to be immune. And while it doesn't seem from this that he was quite there, they seem to be gathering that it's some sort of magical protection oh. of unknown origin. Praise Desna. You will find uh, his formula book mm. stashed in a cabinet here. Um, will Damien be able to get spells from that? It's probably going to be a higher DC. That's check, fine. That's fine. Uh, because you're you're converting from alchemical knowledge to arcane knowledge, mm -hmm. but I think you can still do it. Yay! Um, the 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 difference between alchemists' extracts and everyone else's spells is a source of constant <laughs> constant annoyance for me, and so I just went. I don't want to deal with it. Yay! Um, yeah, uh, at the top at the top of the house rules list. I think it's rule one. Uh, alchemists <laughs> are spellcasters. Alchemists are spellcasters, and extracts are spells. Extracts are spells. <laughs> any any text related to clarifying the differences is now void. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you will flipping through his alchemist extracts. Uh, you will find. Uh, I'm just gonna give you the full list. Yeah. Let me. Uh... Additionally, you will find some notes. There are, there is, there is a calendar uh -huh. that has appointments and has a list of appointments, uh, including, uh, 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Uh, <laughs> meeting with, Bullshit uh, meeting with meeting people with, I needed to fool. Meeting with, uh, <laughs> meeting with Cresta Croft, uh, and at noon and midnight, A. Uh-huh. Uh, uh -huh. and, uh, you will also recall that in the previous room you found a note that said, sent below to A. Yes. Okay. There are additional notes in here. There are there are many things that are like written and crossed out that seem to be 
you know, potential theories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as what you can only describe as rehearsed speeches. Uh, many of which uh, seem to be uh, the reports that he gave at uh, Cressida's meetings. Mm-hmm. There, there are there are like versions of these, uh, where as there as like the crossed out versions seem to indicate uh, like there, he has like notes scrawled in the margins saying that like this one could implicate so and so, and there's also um, there's also notes of evidence that you guys retrieved. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. And uh, additionally, in one section, there is there is uh, a note that the cover of night were surprisingly capable when <laughs> when sent below to Ivica. Mm, so he wanted us to die there. Uh, yeah, it, it specifically says the cover of night handled Ivica more aptly than than Andason suggested they would be able to. It sent us to die down in the direction we'll need we'll need to search for more difficult challenges uh, to remove them from the investigation more difficult challenges to remove all right so this is pretty damning uh, all right um now uh i think it's probably also worth noting uh, not only did devolus send us uh to the direction he told us it was our best lead yes Fucker. He did tell you it was the best lead. Um, now, we were sort of suspecting Devalis of being the vampire. Is he fast healing behind us or something? Um, no. Okay. I was like, we he didn't- He has not turned into a cloud of gas and right, away. Right, right. Uh, okay. So he's- Now, you did actually see him fast healing uh, while you were fighting him, actually. Yeah. But it seems that had, that has stopped now that he is- yeah. Okay, okay, because I remembered he didn't want to go out on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just trying to waste time. Maybe he hoped we were, we would uh, drown if he stalled. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, so this is pretty from, damning. Yeah, from, from the book that you've got here, you would say that this makes sufficient evidence that he was deliberately misleading your investigation. Yeah. Uh, additionally, there is no sign of any of the things that you have given to him as mm-hmm. evidence to research the disease anywhere in this laboratory. Um, and do we see the blood samples anywhere? No. They've been feeding the vampire with them. There are no blood samples in here. I mean, so there there are, there are actually, there are a few samples, um, but if you were to look at the charts on the, uh, on the foot of each bed, the blood samples that are here correlate to the Varicians that are in the experimentation ward. Uh-huh. Uh, before. Uh-huh. So they've either been taking blood samples to give to um, the vampire, or or perhaps, and they've been using the blood samples as an opportunity to infect people with blood veil, which is why they, which is why it follows their patrol routes and why they've been testing the blood of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any sufficient proof that way. Actually, those healer's kits. Mm-hmm. If I open up the healer's kits and um, uh, are there like uh, syringes and stuff in there? There are. Unia has diagnosed disease prepped. Uh, if they cast diagnosed disease on those parts of the healer's kit, are they carrying blood veil? The healer's kits themselves are carrying blood veil. 
Holy shit. Everything in the healer's kits is contaminated with blood. Oh my god. Okay. 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 Healer's kits contaminated with blood veil. So I was very lucky then when I had I, I didn't have the Queen's physicians use their healer's kit on Brianna. We had we had um Ishani use his healer's kit on Brianna. Oh. Um, additionally, oh another God. thing, another thing that's written in the, uh, in the formula book, mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, a, an idea about, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's a thing that says, were rats, uh, <laughs> it, just, it just says, it says, it says, were rats, uh, and then there's, like, a, a bullet list, uh, cult, there's one that just says, cults, uh, uh, and, and then there's like a list of, of demon lords and deities, <laughs> and, and one is circled that just says, glonder. Oh, um, uh, and then there's then there's like a thing written out that is clearly a prep, a prepped speech uh-huh. for sending you guys on a mission to find a cult of glonder worshipping were rats <laughs> in the sewers. Now you can make a knowledge religion if you want to know anything about glonder. Okay, so yeah, this is this is uh this is all very damning. Okay, um. <laughs> And, okay. and then there's like other there's also additional notes saying like uh glonder uh glonder easily easily associated with plague makes makes for a good cover story uh knowledge religion who yeah. all has if anybody worships religion? desna i'll actually give you a bonus on this oh damien worships desna damien worships desna and has a plus 13 to knowledge religion so let's see how damien does damien's a little shaken up by everything uh, i got an 18 make that a 22 so, uh, Glonder, uh, I mean, you don't know a lot about Glonder. Uh, you- can I have, uh, Unia try to help? Yeah, sure. All right. They're going to try to help. Uh, they do help. Okay. So for a total 24. of 24. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys don't really know a lot about Glonder. You do know that Glonder is, uh, a, is, uh, one of the minor deities. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Glonder is the god of parasites and disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has chaotic evil, uh, and he takes the form of a blood engorged mosquito. Um, Glonder is an enemy of Desna, uh, and uh, you don't really know what the nature of that is, other than that, like Desna hates Glonder and Glonder hates Desna. So, given that Glonder is the demon lord of parasites and disease, not um, a demon lord, uh, a, a deity. Deity, sorry, a minor deity. Minor deity. Would it be reasonable to suspect that maybe this is uh, a this magic that's protecting the Verizians is some sort of blessing from Desna against the uh, against diseases? Maybe you don't have sufficient evidence, I don't think, to to really nail it down. Okay, you would need something more. Okay. Uh Okay. Uh yeah. All right. Okay. Um. So that's a. Uh, a lot of uh, evidence they didn't get a chance to destroy, and go downstairs to to A. Um, okay, well, um, everybody sort of takes stock of themselves. Should we go? Should you don't. We- you don't. You don't really have enough here. Um. Uh, should we go downstairs? I mean, we have to find them. I'm guessing A is Lady Anderson. Um, and, um, we don't, we have a lot here, um, that could, you know, 
proof that Dr. Duvalis was up to no good. But I don't know. I feel like if we leave, they're going to scrub this entire place and kill all of these people. Yeah, getting these people out of here would probably take like a few, like a like a day or two. Uh, and they're going to kill all these people if we leave. I don't want that to happen. And I don't think anybody else here does either. How are you all doing? Well, I think I'll be okay in a couple minutes. Um, you know, physically, emotionally, this is going to take a lot, but we got to stop them. We, we have to, we have to stop them. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've got, I've got all of my third level spells still. I was holding on to them. Um, and, um, how are you doing, Unia? Well, I've spent rather more of my offensive spells than I had planned on doing, but I believe I am of sufficient strength still to go on. Do you have... What do you have there, Ophelia? It's a button. A button for the lift? I guess this tiny room will go downstairs. Uh, this is supposed to go to the basement. It was removed. Devalis was holding it. I'm sorry again. I shouldn't have killed him. But I in that moment I I couldn't not everything that he's done. I heard you say that they were killing people in here and I didn't hear any screaming, which meant that they were very far gone already. And I couldn't give him even the chance to break out of whatever bonds we put him in. I couldn't give him the chance to plead with one of his well-rehearsed excuses for his life. I couldn't do it. And if that means I need to leave Cor Corvosa, or if I can't be on the team anymore after this, it's fine. I couldn't do it. Lenore puts a hand on Ophelia's shoulder. Now I get it. Let's go make sure the rest of them stay dead too. And we're gonna head down and we're gonna head down the lift. Okay. And easily enough, you slot the button into the control panel. Uh, you also gather that the uh, that the lever actually radiates faint necromancy. Oh. Uh, can I uh, spellcraft check that? Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh boy. Damien's just Actually, moderate necromancy. rolling rocks tonight. That means he's rolling well, I think. Um, that's a uh, that's a thirty-one again to spellcraft. Um, I mean, you, you're not you don't gather any specific um, effect. It's just that there's the stain of necromancy is on the lever. A stain. All right, necromancy infused lever. But it's lever. not it's not any specific spell effect or anything. Like okay. That. Um. Well. Uh. Lenore is going to sort of gesture to everyone else to get back. She's going to wrap a piece of cloth around her hand and pull the lever. <laughs> a wise decision. <laughs> so you press the button, pull the lever, mm -hmm. the door <laughs> unfolds to close around the lift. Mm -hmm. And there's just a <laughs> lurch as just this 
the lift starts to go down slowly. You see the you see the floor rise above you. You see uh, the catwalks pass by. You see uh, you see another room gently rise past you, and then stone. You see the foundations of the building. You see dirt and bedrock and and then you keep going for longer than it took you to get from the third floor to the first floor mm-hmm. and it just seems to keep going and going it's pitch black in here now like so well, actually there would be like one little little tiny little tiny magical light on the elevator a, a little magical lights uh inset into the buttons so that you can see them even in the dark mm-hmm. everybody um, uh waves to each other in the uh in the darkness the, the lever glows a faint sickly green <laughs> Uh, and eventually you will come down. You must be at least like 60 feet or more below the surface now. Man, when they say basement, they're really not kidding, are they? The, the, you see outside the grate a large vaulted room rise oh. into your field of vision. <laughs> You can see pillars on either side that just seem to be holding up this grand vault of black stone inlaid with veins of green. And as you get in, you can see what looks like peeling flakes of what was once regal gold leaf. I wonder why the Arconas wanted to make sure nobody bought this because of what was underneath it. The scuffed walls of this chamber have been plastered over and then decorated with lurid murals of skeletons cavorting among the dead of a corvosa that has completely succumbed to blood veil. Simple wooden doors leading to the north, south, and west each bear a painting of a scythe-wielding skeleton. Huh? A sizable... A sizable double door stands on the east wall, appearing in the mural as a massive set of double doors opening into the pyramid foundation of Castle Corvosa. Two more scythe-wielding skeletons decorate these large doors. Uh, actually, the the part that looks like a pier- like doors opening onto the pyramid mm-hmm. that looks much older. And the, and the skeletons seem to have been added recently. Uh-huh. Okay. This ruin has been remodeled. Uh-huh. Charming. There are runes carved along some of the pillars. Ah. Ancient languages uh-huh. that would require a linguistics check to find out. Ah, linguistics. But, uh, oh, no, hold on, no hold on. No time. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, as you get down here, and the door opens. There's just a little ding as the <laughs> as the holding <laughs> You see one of the skeletal figures on the door turn its head within the mural, basically. Oh, no, you fucking don't. It's basically the image looking at you. From the waist up, you see the image knit together flesh and sinew into the body of a woman. Uh, with, that takes the face that you recognize 
from the drawings as Lady Undason. Welcome, cover of night. Actually, if you look, we're all Queen's physicians here. Fools who call yourselves heroes. You believe that your virtues can save your city. They are but an artifice concealing the true power that built this land. All about you lies a world shaped by sin, and yet you believe that through virtue you will make something better. You will learn, as Lasala once did, that virtue is nothing against the might of sin. And that is where we will leave off for now. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Getting real tired of these paintings talking to us. <laughs> uh, yep. Anyway, um, can I make a, uh, a religion religion check on Lasala or you should can I? can next time. Next time. Next time. On Curse. On Curse. Of the, the Crimson, crimson what the fuck? Throne. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. And if you've made it this far, thank you for staying with me. It means a lot. This chapter has involved a lot of working through our anxieties and fears, and the support of the community has been instrumental in giving me and Daft the confidence we need to put that out there. The Curse of the Crimson Throne Adventure Path is the property of Paizo, and is used in accordance with the community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape's Blessed Maiden sound set, part of the Seven Days to the Grave sound pack. For these and more great sound effects for your own tabletop games, check out sirenscape.com. The session also featured music by Philip Melvin. Our intro theme is Chronospheres of Dr. Genevieve Beaumont. Also featured in the episode were Prelude to Madness, the Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz, and Voices in the Labyrinth. We are on Twitter, at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero, that's R-A-N-E, and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are on Tumblr, tohaventoroll.tumblr.com. And if you would like to financially support the show, we do not have a Patreon, but I do work full-time trying to save the real world with the power of solar energy. If you'd like to see how I can help you convert your house to solar, feel free to shoot us an email to roll at gmail.com. Subject line, Rain's Day Job. That's it for this week. We'll be back in two weeks for session 39, the last session before our three-part finale to book two. As a reminder, we will be moving to a weekly release schedule for sessions 40 through 42, after which we will be taking a much needed break to unwind from book two and 
catch up on getting book three ready for release. I am happy to say that we have just finished recording book three. We are excited to share it with you, but we want to make sure it's ready for the standards we have maintained up to this point. We'll see you next time in session 39. And until then, have a great week and stay safe, but not silent. Isn't a circlet of persuasion a headband? No. Uh, It's not. Nope. It is a head slot item uh, because you place it on your head uh, rather than around your forehead, I guess. That doesn't make sense. Um, I just I had a bard who had a circlet of persuasion and a headband of uh, alluring charisma. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's head slot. That's weird. Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it's a headband. You just, you place it, you place, it, I imagine it's like, it's just like one of those little like bridal tiaras and you just like, yes. you set it like against your scalp on like the crown of your head. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a headband is like, like. But the, the text describes it as a headband. <laughs> Somebody. This delicately engraved silver headband. <laughs> So this means you can wear a circlet of persuasion and a headband of alluring yeah, charisma. Maybe, maybe it's sort of like when you do like the wedding ring and the engagement ring, you get like the smaller wedding yes. ring that sort of fits against the engagement ring. I guess. Sort of like that. That doesn't make any fucking I sense. I think somebody just wanted to stack their bonuses they on did, their bard. They did. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Sorry, what is the what is the light level in here? Uh, it's it's um, it's normal light. They've normal got light? lamps lighting up basically uh, You guys area. going to cast Deeper Darkness. Now, what is the effect of that on, uh, like, just torches and things? Um, torches don't pierce it. Um, so need... then it would become deeper darkness. It would become supernatural darkness. Oh. Uh, because this place is lit by by lamps. Oh. So I think it, it becomes deeper darkness then. Uh, yeah. So I guess it temporarily becomes deeper darkness. Uh, yeah. I blind my entire party. Ah, my plan is complete. <laughs> Does Unia just have darkness? No. <laughs> That's weird. Um, I have the darkness domain. Can you cast darkness? No. <laughs> That's three. Uh, three cats. Three cats have now come down. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> Sorry. Just a touch of blood veil. It's okay. <laughs>